In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Hello, and welcome back to a special bonus episode of the At Betches podcast, Speak Now At Betches version. I'm Sammy. And I'm Holly. It's been a long time coming, Sammy, but we're back, and there's so much to cover. Yeah, we have not had the had the honor of doing one of these episodes. I mean, you know, we're the ones who decide when to do them, but this one, it was just so, there's so much to talk about. It was inevitable, basically. Right. Like, we make the rules here. This yeah. is our place. <laughs> this is our place. We make the rules. Exactly. So we are coming off of a crazy week for Taylor and a crazy weekend to come because she is going to be at the Super Bowl. We have the Grammys to talk about. We have the Tortured we have the release Poets. of Tortured Poets Society. Uh, we're going to go through the track list. We're going to do all of this in 30 minutes um, or less even. All right. Let's start. We should just dive in. Oh, I wanted to mention, speaking of the Super Bowl, I did buy a sweatshirt off of TikTok shop. And this is very pro TikTok, I will say, because it arrived in three days. I was worried I wasn't wow. going to get it before the Super Bowl, but it's the it says Kansas City Chiefs on the front and on the back it says Karma 87. Wow, that's really going to age poorly if they lose. <laughs> but <laughs> I thought that I'm like, okay, if they lose or if they break up, this is not. But you know what? It was a moment in time. It, exactly. And, you know, Aileen will tell you that they're going to win because it's a conspiracy theory. Right. Because it's rigged. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> From our episode earlier, everyone. Yep. This in. is a reference. Don't worry. I'm not really saying it's rigged. I don't know anything about it. We have some thoughts on our girl Taylor and like how the Grammys went down. I know you have some pretty passionate thoughts about her behavior. Yeah. I'm assuming if people are listening to this, they are aware of the various details of of grammy night well, well i think i kind of gave my opinion on the yeah. on yesterday's episode so how about you you give your opinion right so we know she made history which is great you know she's the only person to win album of the year four times now i was actually kind of surprised i know it was her year i will say that but i actually was i thought it was going to go to SZA if, I, if i'm being honest like I think a lot of people did. There was it was definitely a big upset. Of course, as Swifties, like we're happy for her, like great, but a little a little surprised. I feel like the Grammys were definitely catering towards her a little bit. You think they wanted a little some of those eyeballs that the NFL yeah. likes? Yes, I I think so. And do you I, think that because mm -hmm. is that your opinion because of like the quality of the album? No, I think it's just be because. Honestly, I don't think... Quality of the competition. Yes. I don't think Midnight's is her best album. And I, I don't think anyone thinks that. Yeah. Like, it was her year, but I don't necessarily think Midnight's itself should have been album of the year. I agree. I'm completely in agreement with that. I mean, I don't begrudge her the win. It's not like right. it was like, this was a terrible album. What were they thinking? But I do think her writing has been better. Agreed. I think some of the lyrics are way clunkier 
than other yeah. albums. And you know what? Here's the thing. Good for her. I don't, you know, I, I don't, I'm not interested in kind of pulling that apart. Mm-hmm. More so her just energy around around the Grammys. And I, I hate to fucking like pick her apart also because like everyone has a tough night. She's under such a microscope. I don't want to be unfair. Mm-hmm. But it's it was one of those occasions where I'm like, I see why people who are critical of her are like, this is this is not great behavior. Because like she is in this new era of like she is the head cheerleader now. She's not the girl in the bleachers, but she but she is deep down. So like she's always gonna do the surprise face. Like I think she genuinely still feels that way about herself when she gets recognized. But I think because she's like the most famous person in the world, people are a little like, how are you not, how are you still that shocked that you won or that like you referenced this earlier, like that she was saying she didn't want to be alone up there and was like dragging, dragging Lana, which I genuinely, I don't think that was a dig at Lana. She's one of her best friends. I I just think like she was so caught up in the moment that it's like Lana just lost to you like yes lana was on midnights with you but she might it's that not she didn't have... think about that like right. she was so caught up in the like i want to be a good friend or be seen as a good friend if you're being less charitable probably right. both that's the thing it's like the least charitable way to look at it is like she just wants to seem like such a good friend and such a champion that she's like so she has no awareness that this is awkward for her friend who just lost. Yes, she's right. on the album, but still that she's so caught up in that. Or it's like she genuinely felt like we worked on this album together. I want you to come up with me and you're my date. Which, right. That is Factual. totally Valid. true and probably part of her feelings. And I just I just felt I felt like her behavior it was very reminiscent of like the VMAs. We've we've messaged about this before recording. Like it's just not the atmosphere, I think, to drop an album announcement. I think the VMAs is like a better place to drop much, an album. Oh, be- much better. Sorry, I might have yeah. phrased that wrong. Like at the Grammys, when you're in the company of just like your fellow peers in the industry, there's not screaming fans in the front row like, oh my God, what she's about, what is she about to say? That it just kind of oddly fell flat almost because you're not going to get people screaming in the audience when she like she just announced it and walked off and it was just it was so early in the night granted she's trying to be humble that she wasn't sure if she was going to win later on in the night and I know she was quoted saying that that she wanted to just drop it because she didn't know what would happen but so she said that in Tokyo right last night or two nights ago who knows right, what the time know. difference time difference well um but- well, so let's elaborate on that. She basically said during her, you know, she does a, the monologue for Champagne Problems. And she said at the during that portion of the night that she wasn't sure if she didn't meet. She was originally going to save the announcement of the new album for that night in Tokyo. But instead, she just kind of was like telling Jack and her, you know, that she wanted to do it now. And she just kind of like did it almost spontaneously. But then it's like, how could she have done that spontaneously? Even if you had the post ready, it's just you you were going to let people know. Like, you didn't. So, okay, there's that. And yeah, it is like that you're in this peer room. They're your competition or your, you know, it's just not at the Oscars. You wouldn't have like a director announcing his next film. Right. 
that's a very good comparison. Because <laughs> it would be so weird. It would just be like, oh, this is a little out of place. Right. It just didn't make sense. Even if maybe she had just dropped it like as an Instagram post right at the end. That could have been cool. Definitely would have been more shock value. I mean, we all sensed something was going to happen. I think a lot of people thought it would be reputation being announced at the end of the night on her socials. But I still think reputation, quick side note, I think that announcement is going to come in Tokyo because part of the end game music video was shot in Tokyo. So I could see that happening. And I also heard another theory that debut is also going to be announced in Tokyo or they're both going to be dropped within like a month, like within this next six week period because she has her Eras tour movie dropping on Disney. Mm-hmm. Disney plus that's the yeah. Disney plus on, D- Disney plus on the 14th of March on 15th of March. 15, yes. So now there's that theory of like, she wants to before that's officially released that she wants to like, own everything before that movie officially gets shared on Disney. But why would she want that? So she can, why would it matter? for like every, like, let's say they're adding, although a part of me is like, how can they add clips to the movie if it's already like done? But people were saying that, that, that she, if there's any surprise things to add or just for her, her own state of mind, like once the movie is out, she'll already be like, at this time in my life, I've everything has been claimed by me and owned by me now. I don't know. I don't see that for the movie. I th- I don't see that for the movie. I mean, maybe you're right. I would love... I've heard the double album predictions, like that she might drop both at once or that she might drop debut, debut first. I kind of feel like she wants to keep us waiting for Reputation, even though I've also heard the theory that she will drop it in Tokyo because it was right. it's like meaningful to the end game. Mm-hmm. music video and then she did something else in Tokyo last time. It's always something like that. 50 high school senior girls descend on Mobile, Alabama every summer to compete for a massive cash prize. It isn't Survivor. It's one of America's most lucrative scholarship competition for teen girls. It's been around for seven decades. Now you'll hear what took place behind the scenes. From Pineapple Street Studios in Wondery comes the competition. Host Shima Oliai was Nevada's contestant nearly 20 years ago. Now she's returning as a judge to find out what two weeks with 50 of the country's most ambitious teens can tell us about girlhood in America. What happens when the competitor are thrown into the deep end with the best and the brightest? And how does surviving the competition prepare them for everything that comes after? Follow the competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of the competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. If you're looking for simple but quality products for your five-minute makeup routine or want full-face glam that'll stun on a night out, Thrive Cosmetics has a full line of makeup to refresh your everyday look. Thrive Cosmetics beauty products are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, made with clean, skin-loving ingredients, high-performance and trademarked formulas, and uncompromising standards. It's easy to see why their bestsellers have thousands of five-star reviews. My long-standing favorite, as you already know, is their mascara, but my favorite thing about Thrive is that they also support communities that we care about and do their best to give back. And while you know how much I love their mascara, right now I am loving their new Brilliant Eye Brightener. It is a highlighter stick made to brighten and open up your eyes, giving you an instant eye lift. 
You just apply it to the inner corner of your eyes to look rested and effortless. You can also use it as an eyeshadow for a perfect daytime glow or use the metallic shades for an easy smoky eye. It goes on very easily, making it easy to blend any of the 16 shades. Perfect for a five minute makeup or a full face glam. Spring is a great time to refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. And right now you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash betches. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash Betches for 10% off your first order. Spring has sprung, and that means it's time for some spring cleaning. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items, from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. So you can make sure you're shopping smarter, not harder, no matter what you're purchasing. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of a spring wardrobe refresh, new warm weather bedding, or a flight for that summer getaway. Other apps give you points that don't amount to much. With Ibotta, just add your offers in the app, upload your receipt, and you get real cash that you can cash out to your bank account, PayPal, or gift cards. Join over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers, including Lowe's, Macy's, Sephora, Best Buy, and more. Right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 just for trying Ibotta by using the code BETCHES when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use code BETCHES. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use code BETCHES. Regardless of what she ends up announcing or not, she is keeping us fed with music because there is there's a lot coming. This is coming. Uh, we have the Tortured Poet Society coming April 19th, which regardless of how she announced it, I'm thrilled to hear it. So thrilled. Two years in the making, supposedly. So, okay. I guess now we're going back to her announcement. Two years in the making. Why do you think... it? I always just feel like she's trying to retcon some narrative. You know, some... She's wants you to know she wrote this in starting in 2022. So she was kind of, to imply that she was like broken up. Right. Then I wonder, is it like so that she can make her jump to Maddie Healy... And then to Travis seem more less of like a quick turnaround or is it because she wants to like make it clear that the relationship was on the rocks in 2021, i.e. you're losing me. And then in 2022 was the breakup. But then why would he show up at the early era shows? Right. I, I don't really know where she's where she's going with this. I don't even know if that detail needed to be told to us because you can just tell from the track titles that it's obviously going to be mainly about the fall of her relationship with him. So it does appear that way. Cause also in Tokyo, she then kind of like changed the timeline again. Right. Should we go through the titles of the tortured poet society? Yeah, let's do that. I keep okay. saying Dead Poet Society. Everyone's doing it. Like I'm this is a long we're not used to long titles from her. I love the title. Like no, it's not even the Tortured Poet Society. It's the Tortured Poets Department. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. I See? actually put that in the outline. Yeah. The T it's TTPD. The Tortured Poets my Department. Brain. I think it's cool. I kinda I I, li- I like it. It's a little cheeky. You know what else is 
is funny that it's coming out on April 19th, which is the day that the American Revolution began, as well as (laughs) National Cat Day and National Poetry Day. Like, how did she think? How does that all work? The pettiness of that first bullet you just said. The day the American Googled that. She must have, uh, unless she's or did it just work? uh, An encyclopedia. Like, there's no way she must have. She must have been like, all right. I'm done with the Brits. What is a significant? They're, they're, like, I wonder if she. Okay, I imagine it's sort of like in, in context of all of her albums that she has to come out. So she's right. probably like finagling, and there's probably a bunch of different meanings that could come from any given true thing. Now we have to go back. Now I'm like, I want to check the release dates of like Reputation and. Well, we know that the song "Me" came out on Lesbian Visibility Day. True. Me out now. That we know. (laughs) Yes. I like love this, but I think it's obviously so petty, like releasing it the day the American Revolution began. I just think that's hysterical. And I think that's kind of iconic of her. Like you could say the start of the Great War, you you could say. You could say, but is it as petty as the fact that people immediately put it together that her, that the title of the album could be a reference to the name of Joe Alwyn's group chat with Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott, which they call the Tortured Man Club. Apparently, so there was a Daily Mail article that was like, Taylor used to rib him on that name all the time because she thought that it was like a dig at her, when really it seems like it was like something that kind of oh. didn't really have much to do with her. Oh, wow. And now it's out there. Look at that. <laughs> he, I, I mean, look, I don't know what went down, but I'm assuming he's going to go into hiding. He's someone who's not about the public life, which we know, but. Where is he? He's nowhere anyway. Uh, yeah. I mean, because this is just like taking something that you thought was mocking you and turning it. I mean, that's very her, but like turning it into an album title. And then some of, we're going to go through them, but some of these, the songs on this track list are just, I would just want to curl up in a ball and die. If I was him, to be honest, I I know what you're talking about. But like, if it is really this big of a roast as they look to be from the it looks like it could be from the titles. I don't know. Maybe it'll be more self-aware and less like, you know, sort of vilifying him. Right. Not like a burn book. Yeah. I just I don't think it would be a great look for her to turn around and do this to the guy who kind of like protected her when she was going through this and you know i understand she did that with her previous relationships but a she was much younger those were not as long and serious and also those people were wanted the relationship to be public he always said like he doesn't want it to be public and in the beginning she was like obsessed with that she loved it and now it's like now become like it's turned around. So, I mean, who knows what the actual contents of these songs will be. But if it is as bad as it could be, I don't know that that was like so great of her to do. Right. And when he was protecting her, that was like post cancellation from her, of her and also like during COVID. But I think, I mean, as we know, like she's someone who does love the spotlight. So I think, I think we're going to get that feeling of like being ready to come back into that Hollywood world and how she's kind of exhausted and being drained by him. I I think we're going to get that. Yeah, I don't think this is going to be 
super like violent towards him because I agree with you. I think that would be really bad for her image right now. That would be very like circa 2015 when everyone's like, oh, she's only writing songs about boys that she like hates that she dated. So I, I think it'll be written obviously as we like probably very beautifully. There have been times when I realized I shouldn't have trusted my gut, like watching that extra show when I know I really should go to sleep because I have to wake up early or buying that pair of shoes that I really don't need. Probiotics can help with most of your gut decisions, but if your gut needs a little support, Ritual has your back. I love Ritual. I used to take Ritual's prenatals. It made me feel so strong and healthy during my pregnancy. My nails were so strong. My hair was great. I just really love the brand. Their three-in-one supplement includes a prebiotic, probiotic, and postbiotic with two of the world's most clinically studied probiotic strains Postbiotics provide fuel to the cells that make up the gut lining to support a healthy gut barrier. Ritual's delayed-release capsules are designed to help survive the harsh conditions of the upper GI tract. It's an all-in-one minty capsule, and there's no refrigeration needed. And Ritual uses scientific tools to select lower carbon packaging, prioritizing sustainability sourced ingredients, and set ambitious climate goals. There's no more shame in your gut game. Symbiotic Plus and Ritual are here to celebrate, not hide your insides. Get 25% off your first month for limited time at ritual.com slash betches. Start Ritual or add Symbiotic Plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash betches for 25% off. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them buttoned up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe place to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I love therapy. Not only are they offering you an unbiased opinion, they're also professionals in the field and they know because you could be going through something and you'll have someone to talk through it, but you could also not be going through something. Things might arise and you don't even realize something is bubbling up. I'm really good at identifying it now, but when I was like very early in my therapy, I didn't really realize I had anxiety or it was really affecting my life. And I figured that out with a therapist and I realized how it was affecting my life. And it was just such a great experience. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com Betches today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Betches. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick but can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you, Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There's no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. So it's no big deal if you lose a button, spill something, or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles, but right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code BETCHES20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com, that's Newly with two U's, and enter the code BETCHES20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, Newly with two U's, and use code BETCHES20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. So the first one is called 
Fortnite featuring Post Malone. I'm excited. Which it's is like cool. Like Midnight, Fortnite. Mm-hmm. Maybe he plays Fortnite. I could see him. I could see him doing that. Maybe he played Fortnite for a Fortnite Ooh. at some point. Love. Uh, second song is The Tortured Poets Department. So title track. Three is My Boy Only Breaks His Favorite Toys. This reminds me of the kid in Toy Story for some reason. Like I just picture like, that scene of Sid destroying. Yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> oh my gosh. Doesn't it just feels like that? Mm-hmm. It just gave me that image. Right. Not like Andy, like definitely Sid. Like yeah, a little darker. Definitely not Andy. Yeah. Andy was like, the, he the loved sweetest. his favorite toys. Four is down bad. Mm. Relatable. I, almost, I, I kind of feel like that's going to, for some reason I'm getting like rock. Vibe. Oh, I would love that. Maybe I'm wrong. Could be dope. Maybe we'll get some variety. That would be cool. Because I, I, really I could hope see we get it. Some rock. I could see it going like indie alternative, just like with the design and like the cover shoot of like laying in bed. It's like very Tumblr 2014 aesthetic. But it would be cool if there's like some rock, some pop. I could see that. Um, I hope. So of course we have the dreaded track five, "So Long London." <laughs> Pretty self-explanatory there. Goodbye. I don't. I mean, goodbye to the city. No more London boy. Doesn't scream her name. Could be the saddest track of all time. Track five. Who knows? We'll see. We'll see. And then six. Okay, so I have some theories about six. It's called "But Daddy, I Love Him." Mm-hmm. So this is a Little Mermaid reference. When Ariel says that to King Triton, mm-hmm. and we also know that Taylor dressed up as Ariel for Halloween. I think a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Which year? I think it was, I want to say it was during a COVID year. Okay. Yeah. Let I think it might have been like four years ago. She dressed up as Ariel. And that was the year that Gigi Hadid was like Mary Poppins. And it was with Blake Lively and a few of their friends. It was 2019. Okay. Actually. Oh, Perfect. and it was New Year's Eve. Oh. Okay. Well, okay, so we know she is into So we know, the... right, we know Ariel might be a favorite princess of hers, okay? And then, so Harry Styles was photographed like years ago with a fan with that quote on a shirt that he was wearing. So mm-hmm. I find that interesting, which also leads me to the theory of like, maybe this is not fully a breakup album about Joe, that this could be another midnight scenario of like, we're just going to get, yeah, we'll get some of, her breakup with Joe, but we also might just get some other thoughts that she's written down throughout the years because she just can't seem to let Harry Styles go. Um, Because there's another track that I think references him. I mean, maybe. I feel like she could be going through a bunch of relationships where she had that like kind of dynamic. Where she was warned, oh, he's not good for you. True. And what I also just thought of was how Ariel loses her voice. Mm-hmm. That that could be like Joe, not that he silenced her per se, but just that he is so private. And maybe when she was ready to start coming out more and making more appearances, he was restri- maybe he was restricting. I'm not ready to do this. And she might have felt pulled back. So mm-hmm. could be that could theory. Be. Track seven, Fresh Out the Slammer. No body, no crime. Could see this. I could see this being a banger. Fresh yeah. Out the slammer. Or like a vigilante shit type of sound and then eight we have florida with three exclamation points so and florence and the machine being very deliberate there so i could see this being like 
a culturally significant song. I don't know why, but I think people think that it references like the first uh, show that she had to do after of the era store that she did after her breakup. Mm-hmm. So she, that was kind of her first time, I guess maybe in public dealing with that, which I think probably, which reminds me of a different track, which is track 13, which is I can do it with a broken heart. That made me feel like, oh, she must have been, she must be talking about how she, had to go on tour still, you know, even though she was heartbroken and kind of like pretend to to make it through stuff. Right. So nine guilty as sin question mark. So maybe that's similar to can I ask you a question? Is she guilty or is Who's she guilty? What I don't know. We'll see. Are both parties? Ten. Who's afraid of little old me? So I've been seeing some theories with this one. So there's a play called Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf, which starred at the time, because there's been many revivals, starred Elizabeth Taylor and Richard Burton. Now, why do those names sound familiar for Swifties? So on Reputation, as we know, there's a lyric where she says, Burton to this Taylor, and he can be my jailer, Burton to this Taylor, and ready for it. So... Maybe he really was her jailer. Maybe he was. Track 11, I can fix him, parentheses, no really I can. (laughs) Relatable. I wonder if that's about Joe, Maddie. Right, because we know Maddie is extremely problematic. (laughs) Maybe that's the one she was Like that delusional period when you know someone's really wrong for you and you know people don't like him. Never been there. And then 12, love of my life, but spelled like... L-O-M-L. 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 Well, here's the thing. It's only L-O-M-L. We don't know that it means love of my life. True. But Harry Styles it's does all have a song. It's all lowercase, too. Harry has a song called Love of My Life. So Yeah, but it doesn't but say love of it's, 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 it's lowercase L-O-M-L. So we'll see. It could mean a lot of things. True. We don't know what it means. We're just assuming. Track 13 is I Can Do It With a Broken Heart. 14, The Smallest Man Who Ever Lived. <laughs> that I feel like is going to be a tough one if this is about Joe for him to swallow. It could, That's yeah, it. It, it could, but it could also be like a folk tale kind of thing. It could be about herself because she's the man. It could be about both of them. It could be about, it could be anything. It could be like. That's the thing with her. You it could be know. about someone entirely different. We'll see. We'll see. And then 15, The Alchemy. That makes me think of like chemistry when you first meet someone. I think that might be about Travis. Mm. I um, Maybe we'll get little glimmers of, of Trav. In Tokyo, she also tried to like scrub the uh, timeline where she wanted to kind of like add that she had been working on this throughout the American tour. I think the alchemy is going to be about like, do you have like the chemistry? I hope because we're all obviously dying to hear anything that gives us insight to their little courtship and then 16 this is a big one because i know we've messaged about some theories with this one clara bow yeah very exciting so you know old hollywood starlet the original it girl had kind of a very tragic life but what's most intriguing to me is that her hollywood star on the walk of fame is at sunset and vine which is famously quoted in the song Gorgeous, as anyone listening would know. (laughs) 
And she's also known, she was known for her dating life back in the 20s. She was seen as very promiscuous. She she had slept with men and women. Mm. The term boys bisexual. And boys, and girls and girls. boys and boys and girls and girls. You can want who you want. Yeah. You know, the term bisexual, I don't think that was, obviously it wasn't said back in the day. But well, it was just like you do the thing that's like not illegal. Right. And, you know, obviously we know people did it, though. People speculate on her sexuality. She's made comments about it. So maybe maybe she feels a lot of ties to this woman and a lot of parallels there. Obviously not like the tragic life and like upbringing and stuff, because that's obviously different. But certainly her Hollywood life is, you know, kind of similar to this woman. Her Grammys look this year was very, um, I, I think it might have been inspired by Clara because like the the necklaces and like the pearls and like the, the choker, the there black and white. There's a picture of her wearing like what looks like the very similar choker to that watch thing. Yeah. That looks cool. So I could see that as like a little nod. Yeah. And the last thing, which I'm really excited about, the bonus track is called The Manuscript. I okay. I wonder if this is going to be like a spoken track. Something about this to me like didn't sound like it's going to be a song. I don't know why. You know how she has done those like recordings, like in long, like voice notes. Yeah, I almost can see it being like that. I could see that. I feel like there's like Lana Del Rey esque. Yes, she has like those interludes. Could see that. I feel like we're gonna get a lot. I mean, maybe just from the title, but I feel like we're gonna. There's gonna be a lot of a lot of wordy, a lot of wordy phrases in that one. Like we're gonna get a lot yeah. of stuff. The only thing I could see is like, what if it doesn't pan out? As like, what if she wrote this after like the success of Folklore Evermore, and she. I don't know. I think something was very special about Folklore and Evermore, which is that she was like freed by the lack of expectations. And I worry that in this one, she's going to get, we're going to see that she got kind of like caught up in the self-consciousness. Yeah. And I hope that the announcement of it doesn't like portend that. But also that is very tortured poet. True. Or tortured. Fits the title. Fits yeah. the title. Okay. Let's just quickly talk about the Super Bowl, which is coming up this weekend. Do you yes. have any any um, predictions? Are you excited what are you thinking? I'm very excited. I'll be wearing my sweatshirt. I'll be working it. So tune in everyone to the Betches Instagram and Twitter and X page. I see. I think they're going to be kind of low key, to be honest, even if the Chiefs win, because I think they will. I I don't think she's going to make it about her. As we've seen, like she's just in the stands, in the box, doing her thing. Like, I don't think like this is his day. She had her Grammys. She made history. She's having her moment. He can have his. Maybe if they win, I'm sure she'll go on the field if they win and we'll probably get some cute PDA, but I don't think there's going to be, I mean, he even shot it down. P- interviewers were asking like, oh, is there going to be another kind of ring if you win? And he's like, oh, I'm focused on the Super Bowl ring. That's the only thing on my mind right now. Like he wasn't he talking badly about her at all. Like he was actually very, it was very cute. Like they were asking him, have you heard the album yet? And he's like, yeah, I've heard a little bit. It's great. Everything she does is amazing. So, you know, he's he's perfect for her, especially when it comes to just dealing with the press. Like he just knows how to answer everything in such a cute but also just respectful way with boundaries. Like he says just enough for the interviewer to get their soundbite. But who knows? I mean, he's kind of like that golden retriever energy. So I could see him doing something like a big grand gesture if they win. 
Maybe a feed post. I could see a feed. Maybe we'll get that. That's kind of what I was thinking. I was like, at some point, he's going to have to do a feed post if there's ever going to be a feed post that's not like their own wedding. So my thought was like this, if he wins, like that could be a feed post. We'll see. Also, we will find out if Aileen's theory pans out. Right. If the Super Bowl is rigged. We'll see. <laughs> She's not alone in that theory. I know. Apparently, like everyone thinks it. Yeah, I mean, people bet on the Super Like, it's so, like, there's so many theories out know. there. I don't know. I don't, I can't. I'm just, all I can th- predict is, um, you know, what will be on the Tortured Poets Department. Yeah. So that's it for our special bonus episode of this week's Betches podcast. You can follow me at So Hollywood and Hollywood Talk. I'm at Sammy. And if you want us to do more, be sure to rate, review, give us a good review, Swifties. We love you. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye. At Betches is produced by Sean Kilby and Holly Wilkinson. Editing by Jazz Zapatos and Shannon Sassone. Be sure to follow at Betches on Instagram and send us your emails to podcast at Betches.